warning, warning, warning. Inside the Mind of Sex explores frank and explicit discussions about human sexuality. The subject matter on this podcast may contain adult themes, explicit language, and graphic descriptions of sexual acts, but is not suitable for all listeners. It is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Inside the Mind of Sex, the podcast that takes you on a journey into the wild and wonderful world of human sexuality. Our candid conversations with women from all walks of life will challenge your assumptions and expand your understanding of what it means to be sexual in today's world. From taboo to titillating, we'll delve deep into the mysteries of human desire, uncovering the secrets that lie within the mind of every sexual being. Real talk, real experiences, and sharing real stories that will make you laugh, blush, and maybe even inspire you to try something new. So buckle up and get ready to discover the fascinating, sometimes funny, always intriguing world of sex with Inside the Mind of Sex. Let's get started. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to Inside the Mind of Sex. It's your host, Dr. T. Today, we are joined by the beautiful, the lovely, the vivacious dysmorphia. Very nice to meet you. Hi there. It's good to be here. I am thrilled to be invited. Thank you. So so everybody knows you are a content creator on Twitter, OnlyFans. Uh, where else can everybody see and how can they see you? Twitter and OnlyFans. And I only have one account on either. Um, it's dysmorphia underscore WB. Um, and I believe it's exactly the same on OnlyFans. And it's, by the way, it's just at dysmorphia on uh, OnlyFans. Okay. So I'd like to get to know you a little bit. So let's first start with that name, dysmorphia. (laughs) Can you tell us a little bit about that? A lot. Um, Well, dysmorphia or dysmorphic dysmorphic body disorder, or there's others, um, really relates to the psychological term of your bo- your brain basically lying to you. Uh, I see my reflection in a mirror and some days I will see uh, a fat person. Some days I will see an extremely thin person, too thin even. Um, and then there's other great days where I just look like me. Um, and I have done the therapy, I've done the work, but it never really fully goes away. There are good days and bad days, but for the most part, I think um, it just really, I think, addresses some of the stuff that's out there societally, especially for women, um, and the way in which they wrap their head around their um, presence in in the world and how they're perceived, how they perceive themselves, etc. The brain-body connection is real. And um, it can have very strong effects on people, whether it's from depression, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, something like dysmorphia, um, anxiety even, you know, Um, our nervous system really plays up uh, to our weakest uh, places sometimes. And then it's calm when we're happy. 
Yeah, that's where all that self-talk and self-reassurance and working things out is definitely definitely good coping skills to have. Yeah, exactly. You get it. Could you tell us what your age is? I am 48 and three quarters, I like to say. <laughs> I don't take it too seriously. Um, I'm looking down the barrel of 50 and I'm more excited than ever. What is your race? I would be considered a white woman. And your marital status? I am divorced. So we know that you're a content creator. Do you have any jobs outside of that? And if so, what type of work do you do? I do, and I'm in sales. That's kind of a dog eat dog. Um, you that that would really, I think, feed into your possibly feed into your dysmorphia because you're not only selling a product or a service, you're selling yourself, and that would have to put a, an amazing toll on your personality your body and your psyche that's got I've never worked in sales and I don't think I'm strong enough to do that I don't think I could do anything else if I'm being well I guess I could I'm very artistic but sales the sales gene runs deep my grandmother my mother um, myself I was an entrepreneur uh, at 10 <laughs> so um, yeah it's just something that I have always felt very comfortable with. It's not that it isn't difficult or challenging. That's, I think, the best part of it. But it's finding a way to relate to your customer, whether it's one person, whether it's 100, 100,000. Um, you know, those are the things that really light the fire for me. I, I love a challenge. What is your sexuality? I am straight. Would you consider yourself a sexual person? Very. According to you, not according to me, not according to your neighbors, according to you, what is the sexiest part of your body? Hmm. Um... I think I have very pretty lips. Um, my shoulders. That's a new one. I've never started. I mean, I've seen, you know, you've seen people pumping and working and they do things to their shoulders, but I've never heard anybody go, man, God damn, my shoulders are hot as shit tonight, man. I don't get <laughs> time to take myself on a date. <laughs> um, I think I have very pretty broad shoulders, uh, a nice clavicle. Um, and I think the freckles play across them beautifully. I think I have nice shoulders. Well, that's, you know, I asked the question, what do you think? And that, that is definitely, <laughs> you you gave it some thought and you articulated it beautifully. Thank you. Can you name three turn offs that you have? Mm, yes. Um, I, don't have the space to entertain people who don't I'm a sapiosexual so if you're not smart I won't engage so crass jokes um, things like that show me how smart you are 
All right, so that's one. You give me a you give me a half an hour answer on one. So what's two and three? I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I'll shorten this up. No, I'm joking. Um, so let's see. Dirty fingernails. And bad shoes. I think I might I think I might be a victim of bad shoes because I <laughs> I'm I, blushing. <laughs> I wear crocs all the time. Is that considered a bad shoe? I have Crocs on today. That's not, that's, that's ironic and it's fine. <laughs> Acceptable. All right. Could you tell me three turn ons? Make love to my mind. Mm-hmm. I think we covered that one. Um, if you can engage my brain, if you can make me laugh, teach me something new, fascinate me. That's it right there. Fascinate me. That's a turn on. Um, I have a huge, almost low key kink about men's hands and forearms. The perfect amount of hair, veins, freckles, all of it. Do you have a favorite pet name you like to be called? There's something sexy about a lover calling me baby girl, but I want it to be inspired, something original. I don't want it to be like, hey, baby, or honey, or sweetie, or whatever. Like a like an inside cute thing between us. That would be nice. All right, so we've come to a part of the show called self-service. These are all going to be questions about masturbation. Okay. Do you remember the first time that you ever masturbated where the intention was to come? Uh, hmm. Um, I remember <laughs> masturbating in the bathtub with the stream from the faucet. Um, but I probably didn't have the intention of having an orgasm until I discovered the jacuzzi jets. And then it was all over. You knew, you knew you'd made a friend for life. I was like, you know, y'all are facing the wrong direction. This is much better the other way. Yeah. I think I gave that up when I got caught. Um, my mother said, you know, if you're going to do something like that, you should probably close the door. Um, <laughs> and I don't think I've, I don't think I've done it probably since I was like, oops. Um, but, and I take a bath every day and now I'm thinking, oh my God, how many people think I'm just in there masturbating now that you've said that? How many times a week would you say you masturbate? <gasps> I don't always. Do you go through spells where you do and you don't, or is it just? There are times when I will do it um, two, three times in a day for a week. Um, There are many times when I would rather have the real thing. And so I just don't. But if you had to ballpark a normal week where you're feeling, where you're feeling it, what, how many times did you say you do it? times maybe 
So I had this discussion with my last guest, and I want to ask you, if you're masturbating and you come more than one time, does that count as one time or does that count as many times as you came? If I'm masturbating and I come 75 times, it's one time. Ooh. I would kill this come 75 times. I'm just using the number. <laughs> Let's say you might die if you came 75 times. <laughs> I think something would fall off. Well, rubbed it off. I knew that was going to happen eventually. <laughs> Officially rubbed one out entirely. So you answered this question already, but uh, since we know you have sex toys, do you have a favorite and why? Okay. That's, um, that is a long, long, long relationship that I had to re retire a couple of them. The Hitachi magic wand. Oh yeah. I mean... It's the Cadillac of vibrators. Yeah, it's um, it can even be aggressive. I have to say that the upgrading to the cordless gave me things I didn't think I wanted, which was variable vibrations, patterns, mm -hmm. speeds. I had slow, which I never used when I was younger, and hard, and that's it. And then the new one, I found my pattern, and now I, I can't imagine it not existing. I was actually having a conversation with somebody today about who uses the patterns because I, I, I know people appreciate the variable speed on that thing, but you're saying you actually found a pattern that like is your jam. Even the sound of it has a has a physical effect on me like that split second as i'm pushing the button and it's not down there and i click the pattern button and it's like okay here we go that's the sound of romance oh yeah we have a love love relationship about to say you 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 let it sleep on your bed and you tell your ex husband you know you go to the fucking couch uh. <laughs> That's out of the bed. That's why the sound of the bed is hers now. Um, um, she has a name. Oh, she does. Yes, it's my original. Didn't maybe get a name, but the second one did, and I just carried it on through to the third and fourth. Uh, I think I'm on my fourth magic wand specifically, um, because I lived abroad, and uh, you know, it turns out that using the converter plug not in your best interest if you don't want to start a fire um and fortunately it wasn't between my legs <laughs> but there was a burn mark in the wall <laughs> but the name of my vibrator is the beast the beast that's pretty good do you watch <clears throat> porn mm, i have watched porn i have gotten into porn not like i've enjoyed watching mm -hmm. um porn for like a brief period of time and then i was like i'm good um i don't i don't typically watch it now i will say that i do enjoy a good and i'm gonna say it wrong for 50 percent of the people uh, i do enjoy a good twitter dirty gif gif whichever one gif gif yeah um every once in a while 
Just because you catch that slice of. Just on a loop. And then you go, oh, my God, how long have I been sitting here? Okay, time to put it away. Time to put the beast away. Time to put the beast back in the cave. Just the phone. (laughs) Whenever you see. I don't actually have a lot of. I don't think I've had a lot of sex with porn in the background, actually. Now that you put it that way. It hadn't even occurred to me, which is pretty sad. <laughs> um, you know, as as somebody who's been married for a long time and, you know, we we, we kind of tried that and it's fun for a little while. But then you're like, am I concentrating on this or am I concentrating on that? And yeah. if you're concentrating on the movie more than you're concentrating on your partner, then they're going to get offended and... <laughs> Um, it's just one of those things where you're like, it, 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 it's one of those sticky wickets where if you, you can use it to kind of get the party started, but eventually it's got to go away because you got to, you have to concentrate on the person you're with because if they're like, you're like, oh, that's so hot. And you're, you got a girl between your legs blowing you. And she's like, that's hot. Well, I'm down here actually doing this to you. What the hell are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. Yeah, that makes sense. When masturbating toy free, what is the perfect number of fingers? depends on what I'm doing. Um, if I'm only playing with my clit, it's two. If I were fingering myself, playing with my clit, anything else, it depends, I guess. That You know, that's what you said there is a little, is honestly, and this might actually shock you, is a little outside of the norm. Most every woman that I talk to that talks about masturbation, when they do it, they mainly just rub the clit. They don't, they don't finger themselves. Hmm. And I, I like the whole thing. I mean, uh, if you're going to put on a, if you're going to put on a play, you need to put on all the acts, you know? Exactly. And I like all the acts. Have you ever been caught masturbating? I think you answered that already. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever been caught masturbating again? Oh, um, yes. By who? By a partner. And I felt embarrassed, which surprised me. Um, because I could have been like, hey, just come join me. Um, but no, I think I was I was a bit embarrassed. So your partner catches you and you stop? Do you finish? No, I don't think I did. <laughs> I think I was like, oh, whoops. Um, yeah. And they just walked right out. Yeah. It was a long time ago. I'm guessing I would have been like, at least I've been like, hey, can I stay for the show? Or, you know, <laughs> man, that's, that's just me. Um, <laughs> Have you ever masturbated in public? Yes. Okay, we need to hear about this. <laughs> um, oh my God, I'm blushing so hard. Um. Oh my gosh. I know I know exactly where I was and everything, which I'm not going to tell you, but I was in a bathroom stall. Okay. 
That's a little, uh, that, while that is public, it is kind of private too. So it wasn't like you're on the bus. Um, it wasn't a private bathroom. It was a bathroom stall. I um, was under, it was a very stressful day. Um, there was a lot happening and it was the thing that I knew would make me able to be present for other people. I'll just put it that way. So you weren't so much doing it for you as you were doing it for everyone else. Yeah. You're a, you're a trooper. Some people, yeah, aren't I? they say they throw it around here. They throw the word hero around pretty easy these days, but <laughs> not all heroes wear capes. Some of us just drop our pants. Some, sometimes they just drop their pants in the bathroom. So we salute you. Thanks. Bathroom hero. Um, That's not the only time I masturbated in a bathroom. Oh my God. You might, you might be, you might just have a problem and you're trying to wrap it around <laughs> you being a hero. Decades later, multiple decades later, I, with my OF for content, so to put it in perspective, um, I was in a major luxury department store bathroom. So Neiman Marcus got a show. Okay. Sacks. Okay, Sacks. <laughs> At least it wasn't like Nordstrom Rack. You were like, oh, Lord. If you had said Nordstrom, I'd have been like, ooh, close, but no. Yeah, Nordstrom Rack would have been a, a different situation. Nordstrom I'm masturbating between the $3 belts and the uh, knockout. But how dare you? I only masturbate at Saks Fifth Avenue. I got it, it. It's Target or higher. There's no Walmart <laughs> masturbation here. That's my bar. Target or higher. Walmart, suck it. Target or higher. You should totally get a shirt. Now you've got merch that says, I only masturbate at Target or higher. <laughs> Target and the and the greater than symbol. <laughs> that could just be the merch and only people who know, know, you know? Now, oh, now, now merch. <laughs> All right, so we've come to a special part of the show, and it is called... It's called flicking the bean. Mm. I am going to list unconventional ways females have told me that they've masturbated, and you are going to tell me if you've done it or not. Oh, okay. Pillow humping. No. Well, the next one's bathtub faucet. We know the answer to that. <laughs> Amen. Uh, shower head. No, it's never. It's never. <laughs> I think you need a new shower head. You got to get one that it does like the singular beam, the singular beam of water and bean or beam. Beam. Um, no, of water. you know, I think, <laughs> I think I have, I, I have guilt over wasting. The water. <laughs> Once again, she is a hero, folks. She's not. She's she's gonna just gonna take the beast out of the out of the dungeon when she gets out. All right, so the washing machine. Hmm. I think one time I was like, I mean, I've heard about this. And then I was like, meh, it's all right. It's not going to get me off. Electric toothbrush. No. 
uh, a motorcycle or any other kind of motorized vehicle. Interesting. I love motorcycles riding on the back of them. I don't want to drive one myself. Um, I mean, that's a nice vibration, but it's not going to do the trick. Edge rubbing or wall humping. Nope. Leg bouncing. Wouldn't even know what that means. No. <laughs> that's actually, that's more common than I, than I knew. Basically what, what a lot of women have told me is that they can cross their legs and, you know. Oh, and like squeeze. And like squeeze and bounce their thighs at the same time and get mm. off that way. I think it would, I think it would arouse me. I don't think it would do the trick though. And I, and I was a, 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 an English jumper horse riding and that never did it either. That would, that would be a new one that we'd have to add to the list. Equestrian. We should add that one. Cause I have heard many, many, many women love their horse. I've seen some videos where women love horses. <laughs> oh my God. Please don't let that be in there because I almost jumped on my soda. <laughs> All right, we are we've gotten to the part of the show we are we're going to dive into your sexual history. Are you ready? Sure. At what age did you lose your virginity? 16. Was it a positive experience? No. Did he come quick or um No, I don't think it was I don't think it was like a minute man or something like that. Um, it just wasn't somebody that I had a relationship with. I think I just wanted to get it over with. Just wanted to take the box. God knows why, but yeah. Tell me about the first time that you came face to face with a hard cock and what were your thoughts? Um, when I got to take a really good look at it, I discovered that I have an affinity for the male member, uh, much like my hands and forearms, I love a beautiful penis. Merch idea number two, <laughs> I love a beautiful penis t-shirts. Hope yep. you, I hope you're taking notes and making making. Oh, note, I am <laughs> make, make, making sure I get my ten percent off of your T-shirt fortune that I'm that I'm making for you. Yeah, for sure. How many times a month would you say you have sex? Not as often as I would like to. Um, when I'm with a partner, it's typically daily. Um, I am currently single. So it's been a few months. <laughs> um, so it kind of lands in between. Um, if I'm dating somebody, um, at least once a week would be nice if we see each other more often than that. Um, I think it really varies. And I think it really varies even if you are married for decades. I think things wax and wane. Yeah, it helps when it's waxed for sure. Um, <laughs> I walked into that one. Yes, yes, maybe you did. Um, does size matter? I 
I think if a penis were too small, they better bring something else to the table. Um, I'm very comfortable with an average penis up to large penises. Up to and including large penises. Okay. Definitely including the large penises. What is the largest penis you've ever been with? Hmm. Um, well, for length, probably about 11 to 12 inches. Damn. Yes. Was that enjoyable or was it too big? It was enjoyable, yeah. I don't know that, um, I'm, I'm fairly petite. Um, I didn't get, I have never gotten, I have not and did not get the impression from that person that it was unenjoyable for them. So I guess it's, if it fits, you must acquit. <laughs> and you seem like you had a girth answer. I have a girth answer. Um, well, I have a sex toy that answered that question really well. Um, but I have been with a couple of separately, a couple of, of men who had pretty impressive girth. Which was scarier, the length of the girth? Like the first, not scary, maybe shocking. <laughs> um, the girth. I actually have a friend whose nickname is the tuna can because he, wow because he's not that long but he's very thick <laughs> i was gonna say like of all the cans we could be talking about a tuna can is pretty short but yeah okay uh don't ask me how i know um i have not been with somebody who i would call a coke can but pretty damn close Sure. I'm literally staring at the soda and thinking about <clears throat> White Claw, which I've never had. And those are pretty skinny cans, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So somewhere in between that and a Coke can. What turns you on that others might think is odd? Seeing the man that I'm interested in as a woman who appreciates high intelligence and talent doing the thing that they're so good at whether it's playing the guitar whether it's working on a car engine um hosting a podcast um hosting a podcast <laughs> i mean you have a sexy voice um well, thank you. You're welcome. A man, a very intelligent man in a suit with beautiful polished shoes, a great watch, the perfect button down. Do 
do I need to leave you it alone for a minute? Smells delicious. Look, it's been a while. I'm just gonna go there. You ask the question. Um, that smells as good as he looks from across a room. Obviously, I can't smell him across the room, but to see my man across a room looking like that, talking to other people, that that is a turn on. All right. It just, you just look like you're getting very into it. I was like, oh, I might need to leave you alone. You're going to pull the beast out here in a second if we keep no, going. No, I just wanted to give you a, a real answer. And it's just not a like one tiny thing. It's usually like, it's got to, it, it, I'm 100% my brain and my pussy are attached. And I can't, I can't do anything about it. There's another. T there's your another T-shirt. My brain and my pussy are attached. Um, <laughs> Here we go. I'm writing it down. Have you ever faked an orgasm? Unfortunately, I have. And what? What? Why did you fake it? Um, for the benefit of my partner. It's for them to get off, so and get done. To, for them to stop, or just to make them feel appreciated, or. Uh, I had a partner who um, had ED. Mm -hmm. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, he had a he had a degree in education, ED. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I had come from the. I'd be happy to talk about this other part, but. I had come from a fling with a man who taught me about my own body mm -hmm. when I didn't know any better. And um, the man that I was with, I was madly in love with, but the sex was never good. Mm -hmm. Or even, it never topped mediocre. So for that. For love. for love. I faked an orgasm for love. <laughs> Do you have a... I will write that down for my next t-shirt also. You faked an orgasm for love. No, I faked it for love. <laughs> Do you have a kink or a fetish? I do. <laughs> Can you tell us about it? Um, other than the hand and arm thing, um, I have a thing for um, a man in a kilt with a Highland accent from Scotland um, talking to me and finding a way to call me a wee whore. <laughs> have you ever had sex with a woman? Yes. So if you've had sex with a woman, can you really be straight? Absolutely. I've had sex with more than one woman. So you wouldn't consider yourself bisexual? No. Please, please. I, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to put my feet up. And I would love to hear. Let, give me the, give me this rap, please. First of all, sexuality is a spectrum. So we all fall somewhere. And most of us don't even realize that there's a difference between your straight and my straight, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, I experimented when I was young. I 
that with kissing um and touching and then when I was a bit older still maybe 19 I um had an interesting but very very brief um experience with a, a specific woman and I enjoyed it but there were aspects of it that I wasn't really into um later I played around a little and I discovered where the my definition lies mm -hmm. I have an open door policy. If you want to go down on me, I will thoroughly enjoy it. And I am not going to judge whether you have tits or not. And I can, I can thoroughly get into it. I can even kiss a woman who I find attractive. And I think women are very attractive. Um, but I don't personally have an interest in participating in performing oral sex on a woman. So you're straight with, uh, so I, I would say you're straight and we'll preface it with, you have an open door vagina eating policy. No, <laughs> they are allowed to come to my picnic. I don't want to go no, to. No, that's what, I, that's what I mean. You will let anybody who wants to, you know, step on up and. and no, not up. anybody, but yeah, yeah, no, I just, I just have, you know, I think when we get really honest with ourselves and we look at what it is that we enjoy, what we don't enjoy, et cetera. Um, I came to realize that that's just not something that really does it for me. Hmm. Could I do it? Have I done it? Yes. Do I want to for going forward? I'm not particularly interested. It would take um, a very specific person. Knowing yourself well leads to better sex. Mm -hmm. And I think being really honest with yourself, having tried swinging, having tried polyamory, um, I've been in circumstances where things happen with multiple people sometimes. Um, so, and I just realized I just wasn't, I just wasn't interested. All right. So we've come to another special part of the show and it is called rapid fire okay. rating. It's the rapid fire rating. I will give you a sex act and you are going to rate it on a scale of one to 10, one being the worst, 10 being the best. Are you ready? Yes. Spanking. Nine. Hair pulling. Nine. Giving oral sex. Ten. As long as it's not to a woman. Um, Listen, judgy judge. Let's keep going. I thought this was rapid fire. <laughs> getting oral sex. A uh, hundred and ten. It's definitely outside of the, the spectrum, but we'll take it. My bad. Uh, Whoops. 10. <laughs> pegging. Two. Swallowing. Eight. Anal sex. Eight and a half. Rough sex. Nine and a half. 
Missionary position. 10. Doggy style. Seven and a half. And riding a dick. I have no rhythm, but uh, I will give it a 10. So if we take a look back at your rapid fire ratings, if we went to, if we want to get to your heart, we need to go down on you. That's number one. Um, th Absolutely. Th we're going down and we're giving it our all and we're not quitting till we get until we're told to stop. Uh, we're going to spank you. We're going to pull your hair and then we're going to fuck you missionary position. With my ankles over your shoulders. With ankles over shoulders. So, fellas, if you're taking notes, <laughs> there's your there's your cheat codes. I've given you the cheat codes to dysmorphia. What's your bra size? I'm a 34G. Have you ever had a wardrobe malfunction? Yes. Do you have a good story with that? Not really. It's I'm too aware, so I, I caught it before anybody, I think, saw it, but... I don't wear panties a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, a good breeze and a dress, because I am very girly. I, I wear dresses a lot. Have you ever flashed in public? Yes. Tell us about your best flash ever, your biggest reaction. Well, I enjoy doing it at Costco. Um, especially on a Saturday. Um, just a quick flash of my boobs to my partner. Um, just to get in their head and, you know, plant the seed. But um, I think that's really the max I've ever, well, no, okay, I've mooned somebody. Um, and again, like I said, dresses, no undies. Um but I think, you know, just walking down the street on the sidewalk or something, you know. Costco on a Saturday, that is pretty ambitious as far as flashing. I, I We've done Sam's Club on a Thursday, but mm -hmm. Costco on a Saturday is fucking insane. So I can tell you that no fewer than 18 people saw your tit that day or whatever you flashed because. They're <laughs> the, lucky. They're, I'm telling you what, because you They're can't. magnificent. Everyone should see my tits. See them now on OnlyFans. <laughs> sub sub subscribe um do you like nipple play has its place what turns you on about women <laughs> and we circle back around um i find women to be extremely beautiful they are aesthetically pleasing um i think that women are are beautiful um they have pretty hair they smell good they have great hygiene typically um you know um they have curves and i want to wear her dress <laughs> you know um i think women are very uh, very beautiful have you had sex or an orgasm today? No. Have you had sex with more than one person in a day? 
Yes. What is the maximum number of people you've had sex with in one day? Two. What is the most number of orgasms you've had in one day? This is a very wonderful reminiscence. I had 26 orgasms. That sounds like a very amazing day. What was the what was the situation that led to so many wonderful orgasms? That was the first time that I was with the uh, individual who introduced me to all of the myriad ways my body worked that I was unaware of. So this this gentleman, who will be known as the Pussy Ninja from now on. His name is the Guru, actually. <laughs> Holy Lord. It has a name. He has a name. He's the, he's the Pussy Guru. No, he's just the Guru. That's the name I gave him. And I went back the next day and gave him 26 individual cute little candies and tiny little trinkets to say thank you for every single one of them. Have you ever fucked in public? Yes. Where's the best place you've ever fucked in public? I saw a stranger in an airport and we made eye contact across the terminal and I got to my seat and lo and behold, that gentleman was there and there were, I'm trying to remember which plane it was. It was international. Um, I think there were three or four seats, but I'm, I'll, let's just say three and nobody else was in the aisle or row. And we ended up having sex in the seats overnight in the dark. That is hot as fuck. I'm going to let you know that right now. That is. That it was hot as fuck. <laughs> that is a good story. That, that is. And I can say this, leave it at the airport. Oh, no. I ended up seeing him a couple times afterwards and it just didn't have the same oomph. <laughs> you're like, you know what? You, you, your mojo really only works at 35,000 feet. Yep. <laughs> Leave it at the airport. There's another t-shirt. Um, <laughs> how do you feel about cum? I'm okay with it. If Mine or somebody else's? Well, uh, men's in general. In on, around, where do you want it? I recently started swallowing. I prefer, I think, still, as I'm figuring my way around that, um, on my tits, on my stomach, on my back, but you're growing into the swallowing. I am. Never stop growing, never stop learning. I like a challenge. Have you ever squirted? Yes. Tell me about the first time you ever squirted and your mindset. I'm guessing the answer is going to be with the guru. So we'll start there. <laughs> you don't know me. Okay. Um, okay. Actually, you know a lot more than some of the people I'm very close with. Um, it was with the guru. And, and he made sure, first of all, to, that I was hydrated, had no idea why, wasn't privy to the information. Um, 
we smoked some hash, had some red wine, made me drink lots of water while we were doing it for nine hours. And I don't know how many orgasms we were up to at that point. Um, and knew what he was doing with his fingers and mouth. And apparently everything. Oh yeah, he was great. <laughs> Real asshole as a human, but unbelievably good in bed. Do you have a sexual experience that really shaped your sexual identity? Yes. <laughs> was it the one that you just told me about? That was a two-month period okay. that changed my life. Um, and again, leave it on the plane, baby. Uh, we did try one time a few years later, a couple of years later, and neither one of us was feeling it. Magic it was, was gone. Yeah, it was done. We had the moment, um, but it absolutely changed the rest of my life. And that was 13 or 14 years ago. 14 years ago, 14 and a half, probably since my birthday is coming up. Have you ever had a threesome, foursome, or moresome? Threesome, yes. What was the variety of threesome? Well, that's the problem, right? <laughs> it was um, another woman and her husband and me. So you're saying, are you eager to try the threesome the other way? Actually, that's one of my major fantasies. Well, since your birthday is coming up, mm -hmm. you know, just let me know. I'll be fly. I'll fly down to wherever you need me to. Oh, look at you. The sacrifice. So, all for just being on your podcast. Thanks. You know, sometimes us heroes don't wear capes. There you go. What do you do directly after sex? Go to the restroom. That's, that's, that's the answer that we get the most. Either that or cuddling. I love to cuddle. Um. It just depends. I think I think if you're in a new relationship or it's, you know, a really good relationship and you're super intimate and cuddly, then it's amazing. Um, I think longer into relationships, you're kind of like, cool, I'm ready for bed. Let's go pee pee and off we go. Would you stop with all your sexy talk, please? Um the pee pee. Yeah, the... I don't even know why I said pee pee. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I don't even use the term pee pee. You do now. Um, what's the most taboo sexual thing you've ever done? Mm, having sex on an airplane in the seats. That's pretty taboo. I'm thinking most people. I have, I didn't care, didn't know, had, uh, people could have been watching. I have no idea. Didn't care. Do you think you can ever catch that lightning in a bottle again? God, wouldn't that be amazing? Um, I don't, I don't think you'd get more than one of those. I met something other that's great, 
and amazing, but I don't know about that. I mean, a perfect stranger and you're in the same aisle. I mean, um, what's it called? Row? <laughs> I'm like, God, he was good. Um, yeah, I don't think, I don't think that happens very often. Now you said you're currently single, but when you were with a mate, would you like to watch them have sex with someone else? Yes. Did you like them to watch you have sex? Yeah. Does it, whenever you were watching your mate have sex with someone else, was there ever any jealousy or anything like that in your mind? Or was it all, were you in a state of mind where it was just all pleasure and it was all good? And It's interesting that you say that. I, I, I feel happy for them. Mm -hmm. I felt happy for them, this, this partner, um, which was the only partner that I had done that type of stuff with. Mm -hmm. um, and I was thrilled for them. And I was um, in poly, there's a word that I can't think of for the life of me. It starts with a C. And um, it's when you have that joy or happiness for your partner's joy and happiness. There wasn't any jealousy. I did, though, get a note. <laughs> and he had said, she did this thing with her tongue when she was going down on me. And I was like, what exactly? Let me recreate it. I will focus my all on figuring that out. So it was really actually kind of fun. What? is your body count? I don't know. I don't think it's hugely significant number of people. I was in two very long-term relationships. So it took me out of the game. <laughs> You're like, I could have been, a, I could have been big. I could have been a contender. I been a contender. Uh, what is on your sex bucket list? Two men with me. I think I know the answer to this one because we, we, you know, I'm, I'm got to start learning a Scottish accent to call girls dirty <laughs> whores, but, um, is there any other dirty names that you like to be called during sex? Um, I don't want to be, um, I don't want my, my feelings hurt. So dirty is great. Rude or insulting is not. That's, so. that's always whenever you're in a newer relationship and you're kind of trying that stuff out and there's, you know, there's always communication beforehand, but sometimes you're in the middle of it and you're like, you know, this is going really great. And you go, Hey, you're a, filthy whore and she's like what the fuck did you just call me <laughs> and you're like um a respectful See, now, lady if you said you're a dirty whore or filthy whore i think is the word you used you're a filthy whore i wouldn't like it if he said you're my uh, filthy whore. so the, the 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 possession makes it all right mm-hmm 
Tell me about the biggest orgasm you ever had. Oh, well, I know you're going to be shocked, but um, further into the relationship with the guru, he, I actually handed him my phone and said, it's not stopping. And we weren't even touching anymore. Please take a video of this because I don't know what's happening. I proceeded to have an ongoing wave after wave for another 20 minutes. And how do I purchase this video? <laughs> it was back with those flip phones or whatever. <laughs> I don't think it's in existence. <laughs> it never made it to the cloud. Damn. Um, have you ever been fisted? No. Do you think there? This but I have an enormous toy um, that I can't use, and I've explained to you like enormous versus big versus coke can versus okay. So when I say to you, it's from a company called Bad Dragon. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Uh, you're you're not you're you're not talking to you know average Joe here. I host a podcast, so I know all about right, Bad Dragon. Right. There you go. So it is, um, too, it's too big. I have another bad dragon, which is why I got this second one. I was like, I'm going for gold. Um, and it turns out that in fact, that's not an option. <laughs> Did you go for the double XL? I don't, I don't know what the actual, I left it up to my partner to do the dirty work of getting it to happen. Um, and it's just too much. This is the last question in the survey. Are you ready? I hope so. Since this is anonymous, which it's actually not, but can you tell us your biggest sexual secret? Hashtag no judgment. I like it when the person that I'm with, but we're not together at that moment, it comes from me. To me. It's underwhelming probably considering some of the things I've said. No, that's very that's actually you know that's very cool. It's like, hey, we're we're not together right now, but I want you to fucking come for me. Yeah. That's pretty hot. Uh, to me that is uh, that is an amazing answer. So and I would like a video or picture of that. Oh. I would like to thank tonight's guest, Dysmorphia for being open and honest and giving us just a tiny peek inside the mind of her sex. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Did you have a good time? I did. I had a really good time. Are you ready to share your unique experiences and help others feel accepted in their own sexual journeys? Then we want you to be a guest on Inside the Mind of Sex. Our podcast is a safe and open space to discuss all things related to sexuality, and we want to hear from you. If you're 18 or older and interested in being a guest on our show, please reach out to us at guest at insidethemindofsex.com. That's guest at insidethemindofsex.com. Let's start a meaningful conversation together.